Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Josiah. Time to get into the Bible. Man, we got an awesome verse coming up today. I'm excited. We're going to be in the Gospel of John, chapter 15. These are some of the final chapters. Those of you who got some Gospel of John fans out there, uh, you know that towards the end of uh, the Gospel of John, you get these, you get the longest um, quotes by Jesus that we have in the whole Bible. Um, he takes his disciples aside and he's going to be crucified uh, in a little bit. And so he takes them aside and he gives them all this. I mean, he just chunks the information together. Usually Jesus is pretty sparing with his words. Um, we know from Proverbs that's a good idea. <laughs> One that I could, uh, I need to remember, but uh, that's not why you came to the podcast this morning. Uh, to hear about my problems. Um, Jesus, normally sparing with his words, he man, for him, he pours it on at the end of the Gospel of John. So you just get such good stuff. I think you guys are going to be familiar. Um, there's a familiar picture here with Jesus. Um, Jesus, a master teacher, and uh, for many reasons. But uh, one one thing that he did that, that shows a skill in storytelling, teaching, is that he always he would grab elements from uh, the people he was talking to's everyday life, and so he was talking to an agrarian culture, meaning they were all living off of what you could grow from the ground, and so he uses lots of vine, branch, grape, olive, tree uh, pictures, and this is no exception here. So, First John chapter fifteen verse two, not First John, but first thing we're going to talk about (laughs) gospel john chapter 15 verse 2 in the esv reads every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit okay now first um I like to mention this because we do like a verse of the day thing, but we're, we love context. And so kind of show like in a negative way that oftentimes a verse of the day could either be misleading or sometimes almost incomprehensible. And I would say this um, verse um, separated from its context. And let's assume you don't have a big background in Christianity or the Bible. I would say this is one of those verses where this only, if it's meaningful to you, which it is to me, it's only because we know the story already. We've read around it and we heard Jesus before, but to someone who's newer in their faith or just not as familiar with scripture, this is not a good verse of the day. You know, um, what in the world is he talking about? I think would be a a fair reaction to this. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Who's he? What does he mean? Takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. What does he mean? Prunes that it may bear more fruit. What what fruit are we talking about? I didn't know the Bible was a farmer, farmer's almanac. Okay. Now there's a cure for this. There's a cure for this problem in its context. And so our first and most important thing we need to do is go above and below this verse and see what's going on with Jesus here. What is he talking about? So first, um, if we go up to verse 1, we get a huge clue right away because Jesus identifies um, what these branches are growing out of. I am the true vine. Oh, okay, all right. I'm starting to catch up with you, Jesus. Um, I'm in you, you're in me, I'm growing, my life's growing out of you since I've met you. Okay, I'm the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. All right, cool. There we go. Just had a bunch of our problems solved by going one verse up. The father is the one who either prunes or takes away. 
and he's being referred to here as a vine dresser. That's not a word I was familiar with when I first came to the Bible. Um, but it's it, vine dressing is the idea of coming to a grapevine. I suppose you could do it with others too. I don't really know. But it's coming to a grapevine, and it is doing what is described in here, which is looking for fruitful vines and pruning them so they'll keep putting out more. And it's looking for vines that just aren't doing anything. They're just hanging out there with leaves, and it's cutting them off so that you can encourage the vine to put forward these fruit-bearing uh, branches. All right? And God is being identified in that way. All right, I still think we could be excused. I mean, I, we could probably guess what fruit means um, if we just have any idea what Jesus is about. You know, we know he's about the kingdom of God, and so we want to know. I would guess fruit is transformed lives, um, the gospel going forward, you know, things like that, I would assume. But we don't know from our one verse here. Let's see if going uh, down will help. I don't know if it will. Verse 3, already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. All right, that helps a little bit. And he goes on to talk about, yeah, these are so rich. We might have to we might have to pause there. We'll get beyond our, our time and things for this podcast. But that helps me. So Jesus is basically saying that apart from him, I can do nothing. It's pretty all-inclusive, you know. And uh, we know that our discipleship to, discipleship to Jesus Christ covers like every aspect of our lives. And so um, I think here a fruit is a broad is broadly defined. It's not even it's not just one or two things that God's getting at or that he wants out of the life of a believer. Um, it's it's a variety of things. He says even in total, we can't do anything apart from him. Um, I'd also like to point out that he's talking to um, oftentimes in our culture, we're pretty individualistic and that's OK. Um, it's helped us in some way. It's not all wrong. Sometimes individualism in the Western world gets picked on pretty heavy, and it deserves some of it. It's caused some problems, but um, there's also some good to it. And But here, we could be tempted to think, again, this is Jesus doing a one-on-one, but he's not. He's talking to his group of disciples, and, and, and so could be referring to them as a group. You understand that? So he could be referring to not only them as individuals, but them as a group. Uh, being one of his branches. So in other words, I work at a church, serve at a church, uh, raise my family to church, live here, love it, here at Crosspoint, and I see Crosspoint as one of the branches. Uh, Us people, not the building, but the people gathered together as Crosspoint Church are one of the branches that are in Christ, and I hope he's pruning. I know he is. I've watched him do it. He's pruning our church uh, so that we'll produce more fruit. And also, um, we live with the, dis, you know, disciplining ourselves to remember that if we don't, if we're not bearing any fruit for the kingdom here as a church, we do bear the warning from God that we could be taken away, put away as a church. I don't like, I don't even like saying that, but it's true and we need to keep it in mind. All right. Um, I guess the last thing here to remember, what can I do? Let's see, what's Jesus telling us? Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Man, what am I going to do? You know, here I'm getting a little performance anxiety. I don't know if you guys are or not. How can I make sure that I'm not one of these branches? How can I make sure my church, my family, it's not one of these branches that doesn't bear any fruit for the kingdom and has to be taken away? Um, Let's see if we 
can find in the text what I'm supposed to do. I think you remember, but we can go down to verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you. Okay, so what I have to do is live in Christ. Can I do that? Well, what you're doing right now, wherever you are listening to this podcast, is a part of doing that. So yeah, we can. Uh, We can listen and read his word, memorize, meditate upon and be in his word. Uh, We can pray. We can be in God's presence. We can live in Christ. We can do it. That's the operation we're being asked to do. I can't speak for you, but I can sometimes just focus my energy on producing fruit, which isn't a good idea. Um, I just heard uh, uh, about two days ago, someone was preaching and said, you know, it was kind of poking a little fun at the idea of a tree stressing real hard to produce a fruit, which we know it doesn't do. It sits there and just does what a tree does. It pulls up nutrients from the soil through its roots and they get out through the branches and it produces fruit. And that's the shape of the Christian life. Um, We stay in Christ where we belong. We look at our lives through the lens that he provides. We meditate upon his word. We pray in his name and we tell other people about him. We bear witness both in our actions and our words and fruit happens as a result. If we leave him, which I know something about, maybe some others here listening to this podcast know something about leaving Christ for a while, not living in him, focusing our attention and our energy and our resources and everything on something else for a while. Maybe you know something about that. I do. That will result in no fruit. That will result in us being unable to do anything. And uh, verse 6 says, If anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, burned. Man, I've been withered before. I don't know about you. I've seen churches that have withered. So we're warned here. All right. Um, yeah, man, as you guys can, this, this is a beautiful chapter. Um, John chapter 15. You will really benefit from going through this thing with a highlighter, making notes. Man, he goes on about the branches. He goes on about the fruit and love and the great commandment and how the world will mess with us because they messed with him and how the Holy Spirit will help us with that. And I mean, this is all in one chapter. So do yourself a favor, get into John chapter 15 tonight or the, or tomorrow morning. And, uh, it's going to repay a lot of reading and prayer. All right, guys, love to be with you. Um, we'll definitely see you next time.